Hello, everyone. Welcome back to my podcast. Today is a very special episode because I am doing my very first interview. So let's jump right into it. My special guest today is a 20-year-old Capricorn who's studying business management at App State. When she's not spending her time serving in her many positions for her sorority Zeta Tau Alpha, she's either working on one of her many hobbies or spending time with friends, exploring the scenery in the small mountain town where she lives. Let's welcome my sister, Lorelai. Hey. Hi. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm great. I'm so glad that you agreed to do this. I don't know why I did, but (laughs) it'll be fun. I think you'll be great. So, how's school going? School is going good. It's very different being back on campus without masks. Right. Yeah, all of freshman year I had to wear a mask. And first semester last year I had to wear a mask. And then I went to Italy second semester and studied abroad, so it's weird coming back and, like, it being all done with that. So this is, like, your first real college semester, like, getting to do all the things, because I know a bunch of stuff was canceled. Oh, for sure. Like, with my sorority and just events around campus, like, it's so different. Like, football games are, like, back and better than I Yeah, it's now. pretty much, like, normal. Yeah. Well, I know I've heard about this a ton, but I still have some questions about your study abroad experience. Oh, yes. Let's hear them. I love talking about it. So, for the people who don't know, um, where did you go? Where did you study abroad? So, my spring semester, sophomore year, I went to Florence, Italy. It's the most beautiful place I've ever been. It was so much fun. Like, you don't actually know what's going to happen until you get there, and I watched so many YouTube videos about like, oh, my trip abroad or things like that. And especially since I went during COVID, the times were very different and I wasn't able to do what everyone else got to do, but I still did things that other people wouldn't get to do. It was just really fun. I did everything I wanted to do and more. Really? Yeah. So would you say that it lived up to your expectations? Oh, for sure. Like it was obviously a struggle because it was being away in a different country for four months, which I had never been in a different country. Or been away from my parents for longer than, like, a month at a time because we live so close to home that I would just go home all the time. But it was amazing. It was life-changing. Wow. I'm so happy to hear you say that. It was really exciting for me to, like, watch you do the whole thing because you're definitely one of those people where you set out to do something and you accomplish it. I feel like a lot of people doubted you in the beginning thinking, oh, this was, especially during COVID, it was like, this isn't going to happen. Something's going to go wrong. But you really persevered and pushed through and you made it happen. Oh, for sure. I even doubted myself for a second. I was like, this is like the biggest thing I've tried to do. Like, I've, I always knew I wanted to study abroad ever since like I found out you could do that in college. So I knew that's what I wanted to do. But having it actually like come to life and me getting on the plane to go was crazy. Well, I know I've said this before, but I really admire that you actually made it happen. I feel like so many people just... They're all talk, you know, everyone has these big dreams, but very few people actually take the steps to make it actually happen, and you definitely made that happen, and I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. I really wish that I could have gone and visited you, but I was studying for the CPA exam, so I couldn't leave. Yeah, I, I guess I'll forgive you for that one. But... Yeah, you picked a bad semester <laughs> for me to study. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. So the people who know me know that I plan big all the time. I'm just randomly like, ooh. I want to do this with my life. And so the fact that I actually did study abroad and that was like one of the biggest things I've ever planned 
like it makes me feel good about myself I like it's a dream that I actually accomplished. Yeah, you actually planned something and followed through all the way and you saw it to fruition. I feel like you have a lot of big plans <laughs> for your life and it changes pretty frequently. Um, how many majors have you gone through? Right. Um, <laughs> this is actually my fourth major and keep in mind I'm barely a junior so I've had, what, two years of schooling? Um, I'll give you guys a rundown of them, though. They're interesting. So, going into college as a freshman, I was doing community and regional planning, which I basically just described to people as real-life Minecraft, because that's what it was. Um, that was for a good semester. Realized I don't like geography as much as I thought I did, or not at all, honestly. (laughs) And then I was like, oh, being a teacher sounds fun. Like, let's work with kids. Like, well, that can't be bad. So I did that for a semester, but it was mainly just for one class because I didn't want to make a lesson plan for my elementary math class. So dropped that one. And then I had hospitality and tourism management for one whole year. And that's what I did when I was abroad. And then I came back and was like, mm, that seems too specific. So I'm at business management now. Hoping that'll stick. I think that's a good choice for you. For all the majors that you went through, like you said, it was really specific. And I feel like you don't know exactly what you want to do. So picking a major that is more broad and gives you a lot of options after graduation is definitely one that I always pushed you towards. I definitely could have seen you do like marketing or something like that. But I think that business management is a good one because you can do... You know, you can do all those specific jobs that you've thought of over the years. What I find so funny is that, I don't know if you remember, but I, throughout my whole life, I told myself, I'm never doing business. Business is the one thing I never want to do. I'm like, I don't want to sit at a desk. I don't like business. I'm more of like the artistic type of person. And of course, I end up with a business degree (laughs) because what else would I do? I tried everything else, but I do think... This one's going to get me the furthest because it is, like, so broad. Well, I definitely think that this is a good major to land on. And really all that matters is that you get a degree. The specifics don't matter too, too much because I know that you'll be able to spin anything and you'll be able to get any job that you really want because you're just that kind of person. Thank you. I am taking that as a compliment. That's very nice of you. Um, But that's what I'm hoping. I don't know where I'll end up. Yeah, and you're still young. You definitely have time to really plan out what you want to do. And I know that you're going to be successful. I'm not worried about you. It's funny, when you came home last weekend and our mom asked, did you drop out? (laughs) Yeah, so (laughs) I had my Friday class canceled. I was like, oh, let's go home for the weekend. Why not? And I got home and I didn't tell my parents. And my dad was just kind of like, Oh, like, glad you're here. And then he asked, like, later on, he was like, you didn't drop out, right? I was like, no, no, I didn't. And then the second my mom gets home, she looks at me and goes, oh, my gosh, did you drop out? No. <laughs> no, I did not. I may not know what I want to do with my life. I didn't drop out of college. Yeah. I feel like you've definitely not had, like, a super traditional college experience. And some of that is due to COVID. You had no control over graduating high school 2020. You didn't really have the senior year you were picturing, and then you have to go into college, go into your dorms where they're just super strict with the rules, and you live on campus, so there's not much you can do about it, and you join the sorority, and they cancel all these events, and so you don't really get that a college experience, and then you're only there for a semester your second year, and then you go abroad, so 
I can see how my parents are worried that you wouldn't stick it out to the end. But like we were talking about, I know that you're going to finish your degree somehow. It may not be the most traditional path, but you are definitely not a traditional person. Oh yeah, I definitely don't blame them for thinking that because if I could drop out, I would, but I know it's fine for me to stay in college. That's what I'm going to do. Right. It's just like the next goal you need to accomplish before you can go and do all of your other goals. That's kind of how I've been like trying to live life lately is knowing that it's just like a door I got to get past for more openings. Yep. Like, I don't know if anyone else, like, ever felt this way, but in high school, I never really pictured myself graduating. Like, I knew I would graduate high school, but I didn't, like, see... I could never picture myself further going to college. Yeah, do you remember when you wanted to be a firefighter? <laughs> I still do! Stop! <laughs> no, I want... Okay, that's another thing. I want to be a firefighter. But just, like, volunteer, help people, you know? Right. But... I, uh, once I graduated, I was like, oh, like, I'm actually going to college. Okay, like, that's fine. And then when I got to college, I was like, oh, like, I'm in college now. I have, like, four years of doing this. And my next, like, big door was to pursue my dream of starting abroad. And then I did that. Like, okay, well, that's done. Like, what's the next thing? And I guess the next thing now is just graduating. Yeah, like, you don't, you're one of those people who, like, has big plans. And right now you don't have anything, like, super big that's, like, planned, like, on the horizon that you're looking forward to. Like, it's just school. But you have a lot of things that you do outside of school. School is definitely not your main... It's your main priority. (laughs) Yes, Mom and Dad, it is my main priority, I promise. But you do a lot outside of school, too. Like, you have a lot of hobbies. Yeah, I do. I think that's also because I can't stick with the same thing for too long. But I do enjoy the things I do. Like you I've keep been... yourself busy. Oh, for sure. I'm definitely someone who likes to just, like, lay around and chill. Not you. I oh, feel like no. you don't even like just laying around and chilling. I feel like I'm not my full, like, potential if I'm not doing something. Like, yeah, there's times where I am just on my phone chilling in bed, but I, like, feel bad about myself. Like, I'm not doing anything. Like, I always want to be doing something. What are the ones that you've been doing most recently? Um, Embroidering. Embroidering? Yes. How'd you get started with that? Okay, I did it... I started it second semester freshman year. And I did, like, three or four, like, canvases that I embroidered. It was fun. And then I stopped. When I moved into my apartment, I, like, unpacked everything. And I I guess I brought the canvases I already had. And I was like, oh, like, that's pretty fun. Like, I enjoyed doing that. So I started it up again. But I'm the type that, like, if I'm watching, like, Netflix or YouTube or something on my computer... I have to be doing something with my hands, and I don't like going on my phone and watching, like, something at the same time. That's a lot of screen time. My headaches, can't do that. So I've just been doing embroidering while I'm watching, and it's, like, very therapeutic. Yeah, it's, like, something that takes your mind off of everything. You get to be present in the moment, not on social media, not on your phone. Yeah, and I, like, I still feel productive. Like, I'm creating art type Yeah, of creating something. Not to find a reason to talk about my sorority yet again, <laughs> but did watching what happened with my sorority change your opinion of sororities at all? Yeah, I was definitely scared that, like, the same thing would happen and I would, like, lose my sorority experience, but coming to app, that was, like, the only reason I did a sorority was because it, the Greek life here is a lot smaller. It's definitely a different type of Greek life than it was at ECU. For sure. Like, when I think of ECU sororities, I think of, like, Alabama sororities also. Like, it's a lot bigger than App State. So I, like, was nervous about it, but I also, like, knew a couple friends from high school that were in sororities at App State, and I talked to them, and they were like, 
oh, it's nothing like that. Like, Bama Rush is so not us. So I felt more confident about it. But knowing you did a sorority, I was like, oh, I can for sure do a sorority then. Because I didn't picture you as a sorority girl at all. Really? Yeah. I don't know if you would have lasted four years, <laughs> even if your sorority was on campus. Well, I'm glad that my sorority experience didn't dissuade you completely because I feel like you're having a way better experience than I did and I'm happy for you. One of the things that I've noticed you do a lot with your sorority is that you're on their Instagram a decent amount. You're very photogenic and you do a lot of photo shoots that end up on the Instagram. I don't know. I just feel like you would be a great social media influencer. Have you ever thought about actually pursuing it? All the time. I mean, who doesn't want to be the influencer that everyone looks up to with thousands, millions of followers and like creating something for people who want to actually see it. Yeah, creating value for someone. Yeah, um, but then I start thinking about all the hate comments and how much people do look up to you and cancel culture is such a big thing and I just feel like the minute I do something so society doesn't like, I'm gonna get canceled and it's just gonna be horrible and I'm terrified of people hating me like that's one of my worst traits honestly is that I want to please everyone and I know I won't be able to do that so I don't know if I have like the mentality to do social media yeah I know what you mean I definitely think that sometimes you're too much of a people pleaser I think you need to stand up for yourself a little bit more and not let people walk all over you but it goes back to you being just such a good person that you want to make everyone happy you want to do whatever you can to make everyone else's life easier even if it ends up making your life harder. And I think that's just something that you will get better at as you get older. Sometimes you just have to put yourself first, and I just don't think that you do that enough. But I don't think that's a bad thing. It's because you always have the best intentions. But I definitely would agree that I don't have the skin to be famous on social media. I don't think I could handle the hate comments because even if it's like you know that they're only saying that because they're upset with their own life and they're jealous in some type of way, it's just like it hurts when they come for you, like personally. And I know that you've kind of dealt with that, like on TikTok, people have left mean comments on your videos. Even when it's such like a normal video, you're just sharing your life like you would on Instagram. But because of how TikTok is, it's so much more public to people you don't know, it opens you up more to hate. Oh, for sure. And like, I know we're four years apart, but like that's still a good amount like your high school experience was way different than mine yeah definitely like I've been growing up more in like all the influencers they're all like my age so I've experienced like all of that more and I've seen it firsthand so I'm more hesitant to do that because I I personally know how it's like um but I I do know I need to stop getting walked on because it hurts it really does um I just think that comes to time like once I get out of college and I can focus on myself more and what I want to do, it'll work its way out. Yeah, when you're more sure of like, this is what I want, I know for sure this is what I want, I think it would be easier for you to say no to people and no to things that don't align with that specific path. Like in college, there's so many opportunities and you want to say yes to everything because you want to get all that you can out of it. But back to the social media thing, I think that where you could go with it if you wanted to is posting like outfit photos and just like general lifestyle stuff because like you do do a lot of things like you take photos at a lot of different events you definitely have an eye for what looks good on social media and you can like edit things really well and put like stickers on the screen and stuff like that and make it look very photogenic make it look appealing make it look aesthetic 
And I don't know. I definitely think you should go for it a little more. Well, thank you. I appreciate you saying that because it may or may not be like my goal to do that. <laughs> in middle school and high school, I was so about like, let's post on Instagram what looks good, what everyone else wants to see. And now I'm like, I want people to know like what I'm doing. Like, I want to post that I was at the park light today because I don't know, that's interesting to me. It's you post more authentically now. Yeah, like I'm posting on my social media things that I want to post. I think those are always the accounts that do well. Like, the people that I want to follow are the people that post, like, their real raw life. And it's just, it's cool. Like I was talking about in the introduction episode to my podcast, I love listening to other people's lives and getting, like, a look into another life that I will never lead. I will never get to do all those things that that one person is doing. And that's what makes social media and the internet so exciting is because you're opened up to so many different things you literally never would have even known existed had it not been shown to you exactly like I know like one of the at least for me one of the most like common videos I like watching is like day in lives like I know how my life is I know how your life is but I'm so intrigued to see how other people live their life literally my day in the life of an accountant video has like 44,000 views because people care like people want to know how other people live yeah like and not even, like, a creepy way. Like, I'm just interested to see what you guys do. Like, because obviously you can, like, you know what you do. You live, like, the same routine every day. But even, like, some of my friends, like, yeah, we see each other, like, every couple of days. Like, what else do you do? Like, show me into your life. I just think that's so fun. I think that's why Be Real is one of my favorite social medias at the moment. Because it really brings home... The best parts of social media, why you and me started social media in the first place, was to keep up with our friends and keep up with their lives that we don't always see every day. So I love Be Real because I get to see a small snippet into everyone's day. And even if it's like I'm not talking to you at this moment or like you said, we don't text every single day, it's still like a window into your life and it's it's fun. I like seeing my friend's life. Yeah, like on Instagram, people post like specifically what they want to post but since Be Real goes off every day, you just see a little glimpse into what they're doing. It's not as curated. Yeah, and you don't necessarily pick what you do on Be Real. It's just, when it goes off, you take that picture. Yeah, I definitely hate those people that post like 13 hours late when they're doing something. That is not the goal of the app. That is not what makes the app so fun. Like, I get posting maybe like an hour late at most if you're busy and not on your phone. But I for sure always try to post as soon as that notification goes off, as soon as I see the notification, no matter what I'm doing, because I think that's what makes the app the app. I will say there is only once that I did wait because I was at a Charlotte FC soccer game and I really wanted people to see it because I just thought it was so cool. So I um, unfortunately did wait, but all the other times I post right as it happens. Like if I'm in bed watching Netflix. Y'all are going to see what I'm watching. Oh, people see my bed watching TV. That's like half of my B-reels because that's what I'm spending a majority of my time doing. And I'm sure once I start work, pretty much all of them will be me at work. Yeah, that was me over the summer. It was just me at Bestique 24-7. Do you still work with Bestique? Yeah, for sure. I'm actually coming home for fall break. And Monday, Tuesday, I have off. So I'm probably going to work for a little bit. I love that you work at Bestique because I feel like you're very fashionable. And so I love like getting to see you working with clothes and stuff. Just because then you get to, I feel like you put together so many cute outfits since you started working there because you get like a great discount. Big perk that I love. <laughs> um, my boss actually named a purse 
called the Lorelei purse after me. Stop, I'm so jealous. Yeah, so I had to get it, so I've added that to my wardrobe. I feel like you have a really cute style, even if you don't think you do. I think you're way more stylish than I do. Well, I do agree with that. <laughs> I'm more stylish than you. Um, hate to say it, we're both in leggings, but I'm just making it look cuter than you are right now. <laughs> Coming for my life. Literally, ha- I would say I probably have like four things from you that I wear constantly because they're just so much better than my clothes. Yeah, I know Plato's closet doesn't take it, you will. Yeah. But I feel like because you shop at Play-Doh so much, you have a very curated style because you're pulling pieces that you really like out of a sea of a million things, as opposed to going to a store and having like 10 curated items and then picking your size. You're able to make your style more of what you want because you're able to pick more unique pieces. Yeah, like for recruitment, we have to have like, they give us such a strict wardrobe and you'll see girls wearing the same dress, like 10 people will be wearing the exact same thing. But that's what I love about Plato's Closet. I can go there. They have good selection of, like, certain things. And I can still meet those requirements. But not having the same dress that everyone else does. Like, this year I got a lot of compliments on my prep dress. It was just black, but I I was the one that had it and everyone loved it so much. I was like, oh, thanks, Plato's Closet. I know you like to follow, like, a lot of trends um, from social media. But I feel like you always take the trends and you make them your own. I, yeah. So I really try to. I don't... Obviously, they're trends for a reason because they're, like, super cute. And, and everyone, a lot of people like them. Yeah, everyone wants to wear that shirt or have that bag. Um, as I look at Anastasia's green purse that... Says the girl who has a Lululemon belt bag like every other girl in the country. No comment. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I try to make it my own. I mean, I love other, other people's styles, but I don't like being that basic girl. So I, I try not to. I know I am half the time. I mean, my Starbucks drink over there screams basic. Is there any, like, trends that you're loving at the moment that you want to participate in? Ugh. Because for me personally, I had the mini Uggs last year, and I literally wore them every single day. I got, like, a knockoff pair from TJ Maxx, and I wore them literally till the inside fluff was coming out in clumps. But I kind of want to get the ones with, like, the pattern around the end. I love them. They really started to grow on me. I have never been a fan of Uggs. Like, even in middle school, everyone had, like, the pink Uggs with the bows on the back, and I was like, I am not a dancer or a figure skater, so I cannot wear those. (laughs) Um, but I haven't really, I'm not really a big fan of boots like that. The ones you're talking about, I don't know what they're called. I love those. Yeah. You like those, too? I know. Shocking, too, but Oh my gosh, they go with everything. They are so cute. Jeans, leggings, like sweatpants, whatever you want to wear them with. And they just, they look so comfy. I know, they're like the perfect throw-on winter shoe. And like, I literally wore my mini Uggs last year so much. So I know if I got these, I would wear them. The only thing holding me back is that I feel like I wear a lot of like patterned socks. And that the little pattern on the shoes might like distract or take away from it. But I think that it'll like blend in so much that it'll just all look like pattern and you really won't be able to tell. I think you can easily change that by wearing white socks, black socks, (laughs) non-Halloween socks. Yeah, well sometimes the pattern is like part of the outfit. (laughs) If you think so. What would you say your style is now? Right now, my style is I don't leave the house, so I really don't dress up, but... Gym workout clothes. Yeah, chick athleisure, if you will. I wear a lot of athleisure, but... Do you know what your style is going to be for your job? 
Well, yeah, when I start my job, I'm going to go out of my way to dress cute because I have been wanting to dress like corporate, like office attire for so long. And I'm honestly so like, that's one of the things that I'm most excited about for my job is that I've I can finally wear all these clothes that I've been waiting to wear since high school. So I really want to stick with cute clothes. I don't want to wear blazers if I can avoid it. I know a lot of people like wearing blazers, but one, I really don't like layering. I just want to wear one top. I don't want to wear like multiple like layers. I think that's why my styles suffer sometimes is because I want to wear one bottom and one top. I'm not a big layering person. But a lot of like corporate fashion is a shirt with a blazer. So I'm trying to find a lot of cute shirts that stand alone that I don't need to wear a blazer with. Um, that I can mix and match with like a bunch of different pants. So that is like my the style that I'm trying to achieve. Well, I'm very excited to see it. And I'm like living vicariously through you. I really am excited to see what outfits you pull together. You think I'll do a good job? Yes. <laughs> you say hesitantly. Um, I think, of course, it's going to take a couple years to realize, like, what you want, what you feel confident in. Really transition from college to adult. For sure. I don't think you'll not get there. I just think you might take a little time. I have no doubt you'll look stylish in the office. Oh, thanks. That means a lot. I'm glad you have hope for my style. Of course. It can't be bad forever, right? Let's hope not. <laughs> well, I think we've come to the end of the episode. Thank you so much for being my very first podcast guest. How did it feel? Of course. It went um, better than expected, which is always good. I'm not the most confident talker, but I can talk to you for hours. So Yeah, nothing better than talking with my bestie. Oh, of course. <laughs> but thank you for making the trek up here. Of course. Now that I live closer to you, we will be seeing each other much more often. Yay. <laughs> Alright guys, well that was the end of today's episode. I hope you enjoyed this interview with my sister. I think it went really well. And as always, I will see you guys next Friday for another episode. Bye guys!